0: Hey, you don't understand business. All right, this is Terrace back with Matt and Sean for part two of the uh, one of our restaurant ventures here, and uh, we've kind of went over the good of the the excitement of building the business and and this unbelievable location. Like that's the part I can't like reiterate enough is that we found quote unquote, the perfect spot, you know, the, the neighboring businesses, they're there, you know, Oh shoot. Harry's that's 60, 70 years probably at least. And you know, there's a pizza place there that I can remember for over 30 years, you know, just lots of, so we're, we're in that in the middle of that. And, um, we've got the restaurant open and we opened in January cuz that was, you know, lovely but, snow weather. But but the
1: kids were coming back and yes, we were ready yep, to go.
0: That's right. Cuz it's a different market at the end of the day where we were at because a lot of businesses I would encourage people if you're going to open, you know, I love April, May openings cuz everybody's getting out, they've been cooped up for the winter and the thing's taken off and you just you get that uptick where in a university town it's totally different because you're not everybody's leaving, you know, you get an exodus of 40,000 people, basically the minute you open. Yep. You know, if you open in that April, May Mm timeframe. So, um, so we get open, we've got a kind of a bumpy opening in January because of the weather. And, you know, we got blizzards that are shutting the doors (laughs) and I'm going, well, I'm feeding the cows. You guys get to work and serve some pork burgers. Turn, pork. Turns out
1: that wasn't a thing. No. Uh, <laughs> but So we had to close a couple days yeah. in, initially just because of the weather. That and, was tough.
0: And it was funny, though, because we still had people that were like troopers, and you'd see them on the camera like, Where, where's everybody at? Well, the, the whole school's shut down, bud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Yeah, we,
1: we couldn't get anybody in here. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I think that the initial opening, besides the weather, was actually pretty good. I yeah. Mean, sales were... Kind of where I expected them to be, yeah. Um, yeah. and you've got to build a clientele and get your name out there. And, and mm-hmm. so we recognized that was going to be a thing, and mm-hmm. so we're we're trying to work on catering. Yep. Um, we're signed up for online delivery services. You know, we're we're pushing yep. a lot of stuff out the door, trying to get things um, get some name recognition, get some people coming in. And I think right. a lot of the local people had seen us doing stuff; they were. Yeah interest in what we had going on and honestly we had a lot of people bust in the door thinking we were still a pizza place <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh wondering yeah, where they that. could get a slice <laughs> yeah. so uh you know it, it is a heavily trafficked area so i you're yeah. going to get spillover traffic no matter what you do right and i i think we did a pretty good job of of capturing everything we could right um the staff was pretty on point like they did a decent job yeah. and we were there quite a bit so yeah. i think that having ownership on site a lot kind of encouraged them to do what they needed to do.
0: Well, especially in the beginning too, to, you know, no matter who was down there, whether it was you or myself went in, if there was dishes that need to be done. We busted them out, you Right. because there's no reason for them to pile up and, and employees would be like, well, you, aren't you an owner? Yeah. Well, you're doing dishes. Well, they need to be done. Like mm-hmm. get them out. Of right. Here. Like, and just setting that example and expectation of the staff that, doesn't matter who you are, but I mean, just get your stuff done. Yep. Right. You know, that's a simple yeah. thing.
1: So we we rolled through the first few months, I would say, mm-hmm. and business was all right. We knew summer was coming, right? right? And all these kids are going to go home. Yep. And the comes up a lot faster than you think it's going to. It um, <laughs> always made, feels like
2: it should be like June or July. Yeah. And that's just not well, the case. And
1: a lot of these kids, you know, a few weeks before they're done, they've got finals and papers and they're cutting down their hours at work. Yep. But they're also, you know, the the clientele is not coming in quite as much because they're, it's breaking up their normal cycle. You yeah. know, They're not just walking to class and going home. Now they're going to study somewhere or they've got you know a paper to write, so they're heading to the library to do research. And so their normal flows of, of what they were doing are, are disrupted. Yeah. So I would say beginning to mid-April, it kind of started to... So we really got like two months yeah. where we had normal traffic mm-hmm. and people coming in, trying to build up some bar business on the weekends a little bit. That right. didn't work out like we thought it would. Uh, but we're just trying a few things to see what's going to stick at this location.
0: Well, and I think the inter, one of the things that we did with the we didn't open late night for the bar menu, right? Because you got students out there till three, you know, two thirty, three, four in the morning, and so we're going. You know, these these guys are hungry. There was a food truck that would roll in, I think, like at one o'clock in the morning, and set up, and there'd be a line for this mm-hmm. food truck. You know, people just lining up for the food. And so we decided to open till midnight, I think was the first time around. Yep. And, and it was crickets. You know, we got this, this overhead door open up front and going, all right, where, where is everybody? Well, they're in the bar still at midnight. Right. Still in. Right. Yeah, they right. just they're, got there. You know, I'm, I'm about ready to go to bed cause I'm, you know, 40 and, <laughs> but at 20, it's like, well, who wants to eat at midnight? That's a three o'clock in the morning snack, yep. you know? And, yeah. and then trying to get the staff to engage with people out front, you know, these, the students are walking by, they've got their head down, they're on their phone or they're talking to their friends cause they're headed to the bar. But as soon as we would send a staff member out with a plate of mac and cheese samples, people were well, where's this place at? It's right behind me. Like literally <laughs> you know, like turn around, like right here, here it is. You know, <laughs> it, it
1: was, it was difficult yeah. uh, to, to get people to, to engage and to come in and, uh, you've got mm-hmm. a different clientele at night than you do during the day. I mean, we got yep. construction guys coming in for lunch. Yep. A lot of staff members coming in for lunch. Students would be later in the afternoon. Yep. Um, and then the evening time, you'd get a weird mix of people. Also, you'd get local people with their families coming in with, like, some college kids that were coming back from, from class. So it was, it was an odd group. And difficult to market to because they were so eclectic. You you couldn't tell who was going to be the next person walking in the door. And we'd get a lot of people that were coming in for like tours um, that were out of state, that were just looking for something close by that they could get to. And they didn't want fast food, so they would come to us. And that that part worked out fine. There just weren't enough people. Yeah. So we get to summer. And everybody goes home Yeah, um, and it's, I, and we knew that that was going to happen, that it was going to clear out and kind of right. be a ghost town. And we had, we had put some plans in place. I, you know, we, we partnered with one of the local ballparks yep. to do yep. um, their some catering there, their um, box yeah, the seating, Yeah, the sweet, um, the food and, you know, catering and things like that. You know, we were really trying to, to push some of that stuff. Yeah. It, The ballpark didn't really go over very well, Um, and I don't know if they just didn't have enough people that were interested in it, or it it was a weird situation, I think, but it sounded better than it turned out to be. How about that?
0: Well, and my experience with the suites over there was more, it's hot dogs and beer. You know, I don't care what the client was that's going out to the suite, you're at the ballpark. You're getting hot dogs and beer, you know, even though pulled pork and beer goes great. <laughs> it's just that mindset. Yeah. You know? yeah.
1: So we uh, I, I think that that was OK. I mean, it was some marketing and I think we got yeah. local traffic off of it. Um, but it, we really didn't get much in, as far as business from the ballpark itself. Mm-hmm. And then we were prepared for fall. We started with uh, the, the student welcome. Oh, uh, yes.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that. The, yeah, uh, the, uh, the orientation. There you go. Yep. All the freshmen. Uh, the, international the students. International students from so the was, freshmen there. I don't know. There was a lot. 900. Yeah. Because that was uh, you, myself, my uh, 10-year-old boy. And uh, one of the managers yeah. helped with that, yep. serving all that.
1: <laughs> so we, uh, and, and that was a unique one. We had yeah. vegan pulled pork out there for because it was international students. So yep. you had a lot of people that didn't want to eat pork. And, uh, so we had to find some substitutes, and that yep. that was fine. Everybody liked the food. Yep. Um, and that was a big, a big ordeal. Um, but we just never really got the traffic in the fall that we hoped for. So it slowed yeah. down mm, April and then. We knew summer was gonna be slow and it was, and then we got into the fall, and that was also slow.
2: And the kids roll back in usually like early to mid-August, right? Yeah. Or even late August now, I think. But yeah.
1: It's like mid-August for the orientation Mm -hmm. and then uh, end of August, I think, is classes. Yeah. And you know, by September, October like really by September we were like, uh, this is not picking up. (laughs) Like we're not getting we're not even doing what we were doing in January, February. Right. And you know, the catering wasn't really clicking along, so we and we had tried different marketing, different strategies, uh, kind of some different things on the menu. Well, but it was difficult to get people to come in. engaging yeah. with people as they're walking by was was a challenge. and just getting regular customers in because you don't want barbecue every day right. and so that was you know getting them to come in even on a semi-regular basis, you know, once a week or, you know, a couple times a month, you know, it, it gets challenging. Well, and then
0: I think talking about the marketing, you know, obviously that's one of my big areas is is marketing and advertising different promotional products and things. And even myself, I got caught off guard because one of the girls around that, she came back from schools. Uh, one of our students that worked for us there, great, great employee, she goes, Well, um, well what, do you, what do you mean? Like, you're having issues with social media? And I was like, Yeah, like, nobody's nobody's hitting what we're on. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. And she goes, What about Snapchat? Mm, I remember this. And I'm like, well, well, What Snap- about Snapchat? Yeah, what about it? Like, <laughs> you know, not, I mean. it's not for business. And she's like, Oh, I don't go to any business unless it's listed on the Snapchat map. I'm like, You've, you've got to be kidding me. Like, you've been here for, at this point, She she was here prior to summer. She's come back now, and she's like, oh, yeah, you need to be on this. And I'm like, we need to know that, like, six months ago, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's right. Because it's not a an instant thing. so that kind of comes back into doing some of the market research and looking at – because one of my big things I push people is don't go on every social media platform. You know, you do, do a few and do them well, but that's more of knowing your client, too, at that point, too, because – the faculty, it was great to be on Facebook and even Instagram at that point, but we didn't need, there was no reason to be on Pinterest. I mean, we're not, that's not our not our thing. We're not catering to weddings really. Um, but Snapchat was something I never thought of. Some other people had suggested Twitter, but again, it wasn't really the demographic and I didn't want to get too many things going, but yeah, we should have been on Snapchat because that seemed to be a really reoccurring theme with the students at that location. now. You know, another college, Ball State, or wherever, it it could be a different thing. So it's more surveying those kids. If that's where you're going to, yeah. hey, what what's everybody on or what are they doing or you know, shooting three months there'll be a whole nother one that, that they'll be. Oh, everybody's on jib jab and you gotta be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I really think one of the the main problems with that restaurant was. That we did have such a diverse clientele. I mean, when you would stand there and watch people come in the door, it was such a huge slice of everybody. Yeah. We just didn't get a ton of anybody, right? So you'd get like a few students, you'd get a few faculty, you'd get a few local people, you'd get a few construction guys. And all of those people are going to be, Mm -hmm. you know, a very different demographic to market to. Yeah. But it wasn't like, oh, well, 90% of our, our, the people coming in the door are faculty. So we really need to push that. Let's go do catering and we'll be on Facebook and Instagram and really push that hard and get more faculty in the door because, you know, there was enough, but I don't say there was a majority of any particular group that we could really focus on. And we didn't have
2: bubble tea. No. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Still, something I don't understand. Uh,
0: yeah, no, <laughs> we'll pay eight dollars for bubble tea, but wouldn't pay nine dollars for a combo meal, right? You yep. know, that yeah, yeah. Was... It still just doesn't resonate. And <laughs> the other thing, to paint a picture, I mean, this is a very, very nice build out. The build out was done very well. Yeah. The front of the building, it had a very, it was very professional. It had the right marketing on the front. The signage was great. Channel letters. Um, I would venture to say it was. If not the nicest looking building, it was one of the nicest in that Mm -hmm. strip. So I think the traffic on that road with foot traffic and everything, something like 30 some thousand people a day. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. So it's not even a matter of even just the social side. Like we just can't get those people to like, Come inside. Mm-hmm. Like, just open the door. Once yep. you smell it, you know. Because I kept threatening I was going to set up a smoker out on the sidewalk. Oh, I this the- <laughs> like
2: People are going to notice I, that. I don't even think they would have. And I think the <laughs> comment was like, yeah, it's like, hey, their head may not be down, and they're looking at their phone, but yep. they're going to smell it. It,
1: it, was, yeah. it was a decidedly frustrating spot because mm-hmm. we did try... You know, we we changed and adjusted the menus a little bit to make, you know, lunchtime easier or hit certain price points to try and and get some people coming in, you know, for like a $5 bowl, you know, with mac and cheese and pulled pork and trying to hit different demographics to see what kind of would stick. And we just never really got any traction with anything that was enough to really focus on i guess yeah
0: because you know the five dollar bowl like i i thought that was this is going to be a winner right and and i will say there was a period of time that we had a a marketing individual involved for about three months that should not have been involved because it was just really poor execution Of the marketing at the end of the day not saying that I was really doing a whole lot better because I didn't know about snapchat but <laughs> uh, but even just like trying to market that five dollar bowl, why we should be getting ran over I mean it's better than like a KFC or anything like oh, that God, yeah. you know pricing and quality both you know and then people would roll in that night I remember a lot of our international students was it was amazing to watch them come in they'd be like yeah, I want to uh, give me one of those and then add a rack of ribs and give me that. They'd order, and I'm like, well, when's the rest of your party getting? Yeah. Oh, no, well, that's, that's for me. Yeah. And, and they'd know. sit down
1: and eat it all. Yeah. And Crazy the, stuff. And the
0: guy's like a third my size. Yep. i like, what, what are you doing <laughs> just here, Just wanted dude? to smash
1: it. That's fine <laughs> with me. <laughs> uh, so we we just couldn't seem to get the business up to where we wanted. And it wasn't a you know cutting labor thing. It wasn't yep. a, you know, it, it was just not... Something about that space and about that concept just didn't it didn't, didn't go mm-hmm. um, yeah. and we were starting to realize that you know this might not be the concept we wanted yeah. and and we even had discussed maybe pivoting to a different concept right. in the same space, you know just close down the barbecue space, redo it, and come back as you know an enchilada store or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. right um, but we we decided not to do that, and it came down yeah. to. Uh, you looking at security videos. <laughs> it did.
0: Well, and, and maybe before I get into that, I'm trying to think before we kind of close out that chapter, any good employee stories that we want? I mean, we got it. I was actually going to, like, there is a few, <laughs> but I kind of want to
1: save them for an HR uh, Oh, before we HR tell <laughs> episode just <'cause>, uh, <laughs> to,
0: to change the names uh, a little bit, we had a guy, we'll call him Dave, uh, that... Uh, was an interesting character, so he, we're gonna yeah, send Dave he, stories for the HR. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they they definitely belong in an episode all their own. That's well, you, right.
2: You know, and I think that from a partner perspective, we had so many good things going on outside of this that sometimes it was like, okay, well, we won't look at that right now, and we'll. I think we're gonna. It's gonna yeah. work itself out, and it kind of goes back to a little bit of that. Almost, well, for lack of better terms is too many cooks in the kitchen, but no head chef. Right. Yep. Like we all had so much going on at the time that it was like, if nobody took the bull by the horns, then this was probably the path we were going to go on. But again, just having so much of the other good going on, made it easy to deflect and say, well, it's not that bad. Right. Or we'll work it out. Yeah. And, and then like you guys are saying, it kind of came to this, this future
0: discussion point of employee matters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so the writing's on the wall that we've got to make a change. Yes. And, um, we had some other concerns, uh, on the upper side of the team that, um, needed to be addressed as well. And it was just, it was getting stressful for everybody. And, and I'm watch, I watch the cameras fairly regularly at, at all of our locations and, it's just something that it's not that we don't trust the staff or don't trust the other people involved, but we don't, I don't trust the staff. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: I hate to be that way, but that's why we have cameras. Well, Um, and it's
0: not even just the staff. It's, it's, you know, the customers and the the vendors, like the, the crap that we see or the, you know, the FedEx driver that decides he's going to break out a window because he's having a bad day and blame it on somebody else. Um, it's those kind of things that's why we do watch the cameras and it's just that they need to know that we are looking in from time to time we're not watching it all the time like a hawk just don't do anything stupid and you'll be fine mm-hmm. you know so um that was not the case of this <laughs> evening <laughs> and i'm i'm sitting actually uh I was getting ready to go to bed and I had, it was nine nine thirty at night and i'm like well, i'm gonna pull up the cameras see what's happening down at, at this location and And we've got audio on all of our cameras as well, so uh, we can know what the conversation is. And we were um, not to be closed for, it must have been about nine, because it's about an hour before we closed. And all the staff is sitting in the corner, hands folded, lights off, sitting there just chatting about how they're going to rob us blind. And if we don't cut them a check, this is what they're going to do to us. And it's like, well, first of all, you've never been shorted a check, like payroll's on time, all the time, nothing was going on. Um, at that point in time, The our strong sense, I guess, in my opinion, was we're going to rebrand. We're going to yep. do something different. Yeah, I would say know? so. And so there was, you know, and that was not getting rid of staff. That was like, hey, here's how we're going to pivot this, and, you know. And matter of fact, one of the guys, I was going to bat for him a lot uh, with Sean saying, hey, this we need to work with this guy. He's going to be great. And he's the one that's sitting there. Oh, I'm going to steal this and I'm going to take the TVs off the wall if they don't do this. And and I'm just like, mm, no, that's not how this is going to work. So I met everybody down there the next day and said, you're all fired. We're done. You know, this is not happening. And the comment was, well, well why? And I'm like, well, you know what you talked about last night under camera. You tell me why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Turn, turns out you can't faces, do that huh? yeah and they were like well, well well
0: and i'm like no no you guys all know what you said like yep. we're we're done like and at that point i really was not done with the location personally um i was maybe a little too much emotionally invested just because we've achieved this goal of going on campus you know it was yeah. a big goal in
1: life and i i think that really at that point we were thinking about a rebrand, a yes. different menu, yep. um, a different concept and just kind of let's pause it and rework relaunch. this a little bit and then open back up as something else in, in a in a month or two. Cuz there's yeah. a lot
2: of reasons to think kind of what we learned in that really short timeline. Yep. Oh, because, yeah. Cuz I mean relatively speaking, you know, less than six, or less than a year is a pretty short timeline, but we learned a lot about what would do better, Yes, and yes. how it could be better and maybe what we would need to, you know, change internally to just say, hey, maybe, we, maybe Matt takes more responsibility on this or right. so, and so it takes more on this. And, and that would have been the, the pivot point to say, okay, now reset, yeah.
0: call timeout. Let's go now. Yeah. And yeah, because that's, um, again, like I'm just, I was down there probably, I'd say at least three, four times a week. Mm-hmm. I was going in there to that location. And, and for those of you who don't know my situation, I'm, I'm running all the retail stores so I'm for me to be in one of the restaurants I mean the chop house I'm in enough to taste all the food so yeah <laughs> well, in.
1: but you were the closest geographically to Correct. this location. so yeah. you actually were popping in there quite a bit yeah and, and it I think only that a mile was from one of the stores I, yeah. I feel like that was one of the reasons why we kind of once once the store was closed, it's kind of one of those well we get a chance to breathe for a second. Right. And like really evaluate this this opportunity and say, okay, what are what are our, you know, our sunk costs? You know, what what are are we looking at and what's it going to take to rebrand this and reopen it and restaff it? Yeah. I mean, and and is it going to be worth it? What's our Hmm. what's our payoff timeline look like? Do we think it's going to be worth it? Because it's going to be a lot of work on our part. that,
2: That came down to I think that's what it really, really came down to is. How much time do we have to dedicate to this,
0: each personally, and yeah. what's our ROI? Yeah. Like, right. Is that going to be worth it? Yeah. Well, and at that point in time, we we get it closed, we change the locks that day, right. you know, to get rid of Had to. the chance of <laughs> theft. Not that I can't afford to lose a TV, but just the ridiculousness of mm-hmm. it, you yeah. know. Um, well, and
1: you and, don't want it damaged. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't need those guys coming in there with. Cans of paint or, you know, yeah, whatever. For so. burning the building down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um So we, we pause at that point and, and I think pretty much, a, well, and I alluded to the fact we had a, another situation that had to be resolved too. Yeah. As far as in the, I'm going to just say within the partnership group, there was some decisions that had to be made without going too in depth on that situation. Um And so we needed to resolve that first before yeah. we could make a true decision on what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. So, I think at that point it was, let's rebrand us. We talked about like doing a farm kitchen. We talked about doing hot dogs. We talked about pizza. Um, oh, we had that. It was like an Italian, like a, yep. a spinoff of a Fazoli's with, with pies where you get mm-hmm. it by slice. So a lot of exciting stuff that we could do that we felt like would be That we more, could utilize the
1: equipment that we had. Yes. We wouldn't have to go out and spend a ton of money. We yeah, just have a, to come up with a new Not a big
2: CapEx type right. scenario yeah. where yeah. we, you know, re just repurpose, right? Yep. Repurpose Absolutely. a lot of yeah. things.
0: And I think one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is it's not like, um, from a, you have your capital expenditures too, but then you also have your, just your holding time, your marketing money. So it's like you got to be prepared for six months to a year of no mm-hmm. income when you're opening these businesses, yep. you know? Yeah, And that's another thing that people or fall more. short. Yeah. Yeah. Because they fall short in that as far as, um, they just think they're going to start making right. money the next week, and they need to pay payroll or whatever. Landlord wants paid, yep. yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Utility so, bills. So anyway, um, we get into the um, the rebrand and the real estate deal on part three of this. That kind of wraps up the. I guess, midway in the train wreck. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. fair. That's, that's fair. very fair. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's it for part two. And uh, we'll come back with part three here shortly. Thanks, guys. Hey, you don't understand
1: business.